Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jan Roos, and I am here with an episode that the people who have enjoyed the psychology stuff of this podcast are really going to like. And this is on a topic that I haven't thought about in a long time, but has come up recently, which is a concept known as deliberative versus implemental mindset. So this is an idea that I first encountered when I was studying psychology at McGill University, but it's a really powerful concept in cognitive science that I don't think gets discussed enough and has some really huge implications. And uh, I, I actually think of this as a massive bridge to a lot of the stuff that we see in business success and also um, validate some of the things that you'll see in, in the self-help world. I know there's a lot of cheesy stuff there, but you know the way that a lot of awesome things that have happened in history really, really boils down to this concept. And um, basically, the, the reason why I think it's important is that I think the downside of this and why this episode is titled The Hidden Rut is because I think there are some implications of this that disproportionately affect intelligent people and people who have high openness to new ideas, which are both things that are generally considered positive in society and for very, very good reason. But uh, these can actually hurt you if you're on the wrong side of this mindset equation, as we'll see in a little bit. So to get started with the actual science, I'm going to go with a definition from a paper that I took from Peter Golwitzer, who's a professor of psychology at NYU. And Uh, Here we go. So the distinction between deliberative and implemental mindsets is a dual process notion in the realm of goal pursuit. It's assumed that the course of goal pursuit entails the distinct tasks of choosing between potential action goals and promoting the implementation of chosen goals. When people get involved in these tasks, different cognitive orientations, parentheses, deliberative and implemental mindsets emerge that affect the processing of implementation and the control of action. So uh, I know that might have been a mouthful, but essentially he's talking about two separate mindsets that people can use. Now, the other thing to kind of keep in mind as far as cognitive science goes is that this isn't biology. This isn't a switch that exists within your brain. It's something that is postulated to exist and then is is tested through you know a series of experiments, which we'll go into a couple uh, before. But the evidence of these things and how they test is really interesting, which we're going to kind of get into in a little bit. And I'm going to go uh, after a just a little bit of clarification on these rules as well, too. So um, this is a second definition. So the deliberative mindset is characterized by cognitive turning towards desirability and feasibility related thoughts and information by an accurate analysis of feasibility related information and an impartial analysis of desirability related information. And finally, by heightened general receptivity to available information. The implemental mindset, in contrast, is characterized by cognitive turning toward implemental thoughts and information, by an overly optimistic analysis of feasibility-related information, and a partial analysis of desirability-related information, and finally, by a comparatively reduced receptivity (parentheses closed-mindedness) to available information. So basically, there's tons of studies, and just as far as kind of going this to how I would kind of think about this in layman's terms is the deliberative mindset is what should I do. And there's a cognitive background to this because when you're considering what to do, you need to take in more information. If you're going to go with investment A versus investment B, or you're going to go with higher A versus higher B, there's a lot of information that you have to take in, right? And again, you know, we're going to talk about some of this stuff as, as it relates to marketing and sales and that kind of thing. But this is something that applies to hiring. This applies to any decision that you can make in your business. This applies to your personal life, right? I'll, we'll go into that stuff a little bit later. 
but essentially, are we deciding what to do or are we deciding how to do it? That's really essentially what the breakdown is. So um, one of the things that's super interesting on this is that this is all, and if you guys have listened to some of our previous episodes on you know the psychology type stuff, one of the things that's really, really important to keep in mind is that your brain does not have infinite bandwidth, right? So when your brain is choosing what to focus on, it's essentially a filter or a lens through which we view the world. And the design of this, the studies that uh, we're looking at for this are really, really interesting. I just want to cherry pick one because it's really, really interesting. But um, essentially what they're doing is they were taking the study of eye motions, right? So they're asking people to look at a scene. And in this case, it's, you know, some sort of a nature background. There's a car or a plane or a bird in the front. And they wanted to actually see how many people, how much time the eyes were focused on the object in the foreground versus the background as a whole. And the really interesting thing, too, is that they didn't say, okay, cool, you guys look at the bird, you guys look at the background. What they actually did was a process in cognitive psychology called a prime in which they got people to induce a mindset. And the way that they did this, and just if you can take a step back and realize how slight this was and what the results ended up being, it's really, really fascinating. Because what they had to do to prime it, and these were presented as unrelated tasks, the first group was, and this was the deliberative group, was to write a one-page essay on a decision that they were considering. And the group in for the implemental mindset was given the same task, except for was talking about next steps and a goal that they'd already chosen. Really, really simple. Again, not even being consciously aware of that's what they're doing, just being having thought about that stuff actually had a focus on what they were doing in a completely unrelated part of their life, which is wild. So when you actually looked at the studies and the results of this, which is really interesting, they ended up having you know massive differences, talking 20, 40% of the amount of time that was spent in the background versus the foreground, which means that you know this is a really interesting thought is that basically the way that their brains process information on something completely unrelated just completely changed as a result of how they were looking at things, right? And as you can imagine, the people that were in the implementative mindset were more focused on the object in the foreground, the people in the deliberative mindset were more open to all the different stimuli that were happening in the thing too. So um, that's kind of it in a nutshell, right? And basically it's really interesting because there's some applications to this and a lot of different things. But the first thing I want to talk about is that there's basically ways that you can get burned on both of these different things, right? So I'll go for a very common situation that we see. And that would be uh, the first sales opportunities that somebody is going to get as a result of a marketing program, right? So deliberative mindset, super, super helpful in determining which marketing program to go for. And the people that end up succeeding are able to switch over to an implemental mindset right away. Now, if you take a deliberative mindset and approach it to a sales conversation, let's kind of think about how that could go for both people, right? The implemental mindset is going to to be concerned with how can I make this work, right? So the person comes into their office, they're hopefully leveraging the best persuasion and, you know, taking the best care of the client possible with the goal of taking that client to the point where they are going to be closed and they're going to be working with them and collecting payment on that. The deliberative mindset person is going to be in that same room, but with a completely different perspective, right? Maybe they're saying, okay, cool. Well, I've got this guy in front of me. They have responded in some level to you know wanting my services. And I'm going to be figuring out whether this is something I want to continue doing, right? And you can think about the pieces of information that people would be paying attention to in either instance, right? In most cases, I would say without a doubt for the client, an implemental mindset would be more beneficial because you're focused on them. 
you have your horse blinders on, so to speak, on how to make that thing work. The deliberative mindset is trying to evaluate. Does this person have enough money? Does this person have the right haircut? Does this person have a house in the right zip code? And in that case too, they're not necessarily paying attention to the problem at hand or how to make things work. They're trying to evaluate for themselves whether this is a path that they want to keep continuing. Very subtle, but very, very important. And what we've seen And the people that are the most successful is that they're the people who take the implemental mindset. Now, the thing that's kind of funny is that there is a reinforcing aspect to this. People in an implemental mindset are more likely to actually have success in sales situations, which means that they're not going to have to go into the deliberative mindset to figure out whether it was worth it in the first place. They're already going to be winning. On the flip side, the deliberative mindset will actually make it less likely that they're going to be successful because they're going to be tuned out. They're going to be concerned about themselves. They're going to be worried about what's going to happen and whether this is feasible in the first place, which will actually make it less feasible, right? So, but at the same time, there is a time and a place for a deliberative mindset, right? You can imagine, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter how hard you're working if you're doing the wrong thing entirely. If you're spinning a sign that says, you know, best estate plans in the world in front of your office, <laughs> doing that for 12 hours a day, you could be the best damn sign spinner in the world. I don't think it's the best way to get business. So in that case, you could have somebody that's implemental that is, you know, doing a path that's not really going to work for them, right? And this this kind of goes into this whole concept of table selection, which I've, I've used. Uh, this is something that I, I see a lot in some of the entrepreneurship circles I'm a part of, but um, it, it actually refers back to uh, poker, as a matter of fact. So if you're in this situation where you're a really, really good poker player, but you're playing at the wrong table, it doesn't matter. You're not going to make money, right? You need to have a, a table that you can, you know, have control over, you know, that you can, you know, play the players across the board and get some money out of it. And there's a lot of similarities if you think about that from a marketing perspective, right? So there is absolutely a time and a place for a deliberative mindset. But in my experience, I think more attorneys stay in that deliberative mindset too long. And it's something that's easy to slip back into when things go wrong, right? So, you know, this kind of gets into a lot of this stuff too. And this is where we sort of see this bridge into the world of of self-help, right? So um, this is actually kind of an interesting thing that uh, I heard from Zig Ziglar originally, but it was the Latin root of the word decide is side, like homicide or fratricide or whatever, which is to kill, right? So to decide is to kill the other options. So the etymology of the word presupposes the two mindsets that we spoke about, which I think is very, very interesting. But, you know, this kind of goes into all this different self-help stuff you hear all the time too. You ever hear this one? Focus, follow one course until successful. Thomas Edison and the light bulbs, Cortez burning the ships, right? All of these are applications of an implemental mindset. And if you think about it, any of these situations with these stories that we hold super, super high in our society for good reason are instances where people didn't look at the back door. They weren't continuing to consider their options. They literally were somewhat delusional, right? Putting up those horse blinders to make something happen. But that's the thing. If you think about it, if your focus is broad, it's not going to be deep. If you're considering what things are are worthwhile, you're not going to be considering the next step. There's almost so much focus that your brain can take. And this is something that we see as well. Whenever this comes back to somebody, if they have a bad consultation or something like that, and they start running through the options, and I just start seeing numbers and there's evaluation. I'm like, you know, this is going to be really, really tough to get out of because this person's in a deliberative mindset and that's going to actually make them lose. So I also just, you know, as far as just kind of a, some, some other situations where we're talking about this too, it's kind of interesting. I'm not going to, to muddy the waters too much to other stuff too, but I think there's certain personality types that are going to be more or less likely to slip back into the deliberative mindset 
when things end up going wrong. So I think not only switching from a deliberative to an implemental mindset is important, but staying in an implemental mindset is also super, super important as well. I'll go through an example of something that we'll see from time to time in people that end up uh, staying small, right? And this is completely outside of the world of marketing. If you talk to someone like, oh man, I really can't find good people, right? So these are people that are in a deliberative mindset when they're choosing candidate A versus candidate B, but when the first hiccup happens and they always will, they're going to go back to the deliberative mindset. They're going to say, screw this. I'm going back to the drawing board, baby. I don't need to deal with this crap. And that's something that can be really toxic because you're not going to end up breaking through those initial barriers and, and to the higher levels of success, which is just because ultimately, you know, it's it's something that people don't want to break through. It's it's easier. It's a lot of ways it's easier to maintain a, uh, a deliberative mindset and say, you know, everything comes to me. This is, this is how I decide to do things. And again, I'm not saying that's what a deliberative mindset represents in general. It's what a default switch back to deliberative mindset would kind of entail. But if you don't know how to break through hurdles, you're going to be stuck at the first hurdle on every single thing that you're going to do. So, and I, I just think, you know, for, for one thing too, it's, it's a lot of times, you know, it's your job as an attorney to analyze things, right? A deliberative mindset is a fantastic mindset to use when you're analyzing a contract or making sure you're protecting your client's best interests. So I think attorneys are particularly susceptible to this. And I also just think the world that we're in, you know, FOMO, right? FOMO is deliberative mindset. Think about it. I wish I was doing this instead of this. And then it, it's so easy to get triggered back into this when you're exposing yourself to this different information. And, you know, it's just coming your way. It's really, really hard to avoid in the world of social media and all that kind of stuff too. So it's it's sort of important to just make sure that you're aware of where your attention is going to be going and what the consequences are of that. So I will close this out with one of my favorite quotes and I don't even know where I heard this in the first place, but it kind of makes sense. But, you know, people always talk about the grass is always greener on the other side. I think the grass is greener. I didn't make this up, but the grass is greener where you water it. Right. And that is what implemental mindset is all about. That's what I hope you guys can do for anything that you're trying to be successful with. And for everyone else, I well, I hope everyone's trying to be successful. But <laughs> for all of you guys, I hope I will see you next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Eastern on the Law Firm Growth Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.